Welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. It's the Friday, the 8th of October, and we're into the second week of the AFL Finals with the Tigers and Saints tonight uh, in a crazy qualifying final. Good morning, Jay. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good, good, good. Plenty of sport to come. Uh, We'll start just off the bat. I normally start with a few news things, but have you got anything this morning? Uh, Well... Ben Long's not playing, which is nice. Um, I don't know what your opinion <laughs> of that bump was on um, on uh, Jack McRae um, in the on last week. Yeah, no. I did, did see it a few times. It's it's hard. That that, that was um, an interesting one. Um, I don't know. It could have gone either way, but I think it was just the impact and injury on the other player. That, uh, but very risky move. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those fifty fifty ones. Yeah, I think a week's fair, but I'm, I'm not trying to sound biased or anything. I mean, I think he did deserve the week. Just one of those things you're trying to scrap out of the game. You've yep. got to punish. Uh, anything else? <laughs> um, no, I think you've got the, the majority of this. Yep, okay. Well, uh, we'll start off with some tennis against the same opponent he was facing. Novak Djokovic uh, has defeated uh, Pablo Carrero Bust. Uh, the same game that he uh, um, had an injury in. Uh, so he's overcome the injury in a shaky start to reach the French Open semi-finals. Uh, so good on him. Uh, ben Long, as you said, uh, will miss this week's semi-final. So not qualifying final, apologies. Um, yeah, all good. So failing in the appeal last night uh, for a one-match ban... Uh, ban. A uh, few trade whispers. It's a shame we don't have James on this morning because <laughs> Essendon is under the microscope at the minute. Another player is posed to depart Essendon uh, with the club bracing for a trade request from Orazio Fantasia, expecting to head home to South Australia. So that would be a massive one if they lose him. Uh, Danaher um, requesting a trade to the Lions yesterday. Uh, and, wow, um, a lot of scrutiny over Essendon at the minute. Uh, a lot of things about their culture is being mentioned, um, and it's really not a good time for them because uh, a few players wanting to leave around the same time uh, means there is something going on there that they need to rectify. What, what are your thoughts on Essendon? Yeah, I mean, I was watching uh, Robbo on 360 that night, and he still made a good point. He's an Essendon fan, so obviously he was a bit more animated about. But you know they had Adam Saad come in three years ago, and three years later he's clearly seen there's no clear direction. He's been given a direction by the club, and that's why he joined them. And now three years later he's saying, "No, nah, this isn't for me. I don't know where this club's going." Basically, that's the sort of I guess mindset he'd have right now. 
Um, and that's why once I obviously go to Carlton, Carlton's obviously got a good direction. Um, I'm yep. sure you'd agree, Sammy. So yep. good on him. I mean, if, if that's what you want, he's 26. So he's still pretty young for a footballer and he's got, you know, all Australian caliber. So, um, yeah, Danaher is the same. He's 26 and he wants a fresh start as well. And I, I can't blame them if that's, if they've been given a direction, um, they should obviously have a clear idea where they're going in this club. And that club is just, I don't know where they're going. I mean, yeah, it would have been good to have James on. I'm sure he'd have a very mm. interesting opinion. But well, yeah. we'll possibly have him tonight on the live Facebook preview for the Richmond and St Kilda semi-final. So hopefully we'll hear about a bit from him then. Um, also in the news, the A-League exodus continues uh, with profile strike, prolific striker Adam LaFondra uh, leaving Sydney FC. The Sky Blues have agreed to a loan the 33-year-old English marksman um, to an overseas club understood to, understood to be Indian Super League outfit Mumbai City, uh, who are a new club uh, just owned by the City Football Group, another one to their list. Um, and, yeah, interesting. Interesting they won that. Yeah, I think uh, he's 33, isn't he, now? Yep. Um, so, I mean, he's done everything he's needed to in the A-League and won titles and been a uh, high goal-scoring. I think he finished runner-up in the goal-scoring goal this year, I think. Um, so, he's, he's just, I guess it's alone in what he does after that. Who knows? But he's had a good career no matter what. Yep, he's done pretty well with them. Uh, also, big Australian signing, Riley McGree to join MLS team Charlotte FC. Uh, but for the meanwhile, he will be on loan for one season at Birmingham City in the English Football League Championship. Uh, so, massive signing. Uh, shame for him to leave the A-League. He's been massive in the A-League for, I think, three clubs now. Uh, yep. Started off with uh, Newcastle. Scoring that amazing, famous Scorpion goal, then moved on to Melbourne City, uh, scored a few, bagged a few goals there, and uh, moved to Adelaide United, uh, where he's finished his A League um, spots for now. He's been great in the A League. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Again, like Lafondra, just another good player that's you know, willing to you know end the career on a high. So good on him. Yeah. So. Young guy too, Riley McGree. Exciting to see where he ends up in the world. Uh, but MLS is really kicking off with a lot of new franchises teams, including uh, Charlotte FC. So be interesting to see how he does uh, in a new landscape. Yeah. Uh, also in the news, Mohamed Salah. He is a superstar on and off the field. He's been praised as a real-life hero. But David Craig, a 50-year-old Liverpool local who was being abused by a group of men at a local petrol station when Salah came to his defence. Salah told the abusive men who were attacking Craig for being homeless uh, and then went a step further by handing the victim £100. Uh, so it was good to see. Uh, it was captured on uh, security cam footage at a petrol station. Um, but, yeah, always great to see um, good, happy stories like that in a world like the world we're in now. Absolutely. Uh, also, and, actually, you'd have a big uh, point on this one. Uh, Mesut Ozil in the week offering to pay the Gunnosaurus salary after the Arsenal uh, dropping uh, the guy that plays Gunnosaurus after, I think, 27 years. Yeah. 
So I think Urzel gets about 630k a week. Um, so this Jesus. is great, I think. I think 630k a week. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. I was always like, oh, I mean, I don't hear much about Gunnosaurus, but, you know, it's good to see. I mean, Urzel, obviously, you know, you don't hear too much about him these days, but to see something like that, it's just another good good feel story in the world we're living in. So, good Yeah, on well, it's it's a shame that his uh, mascot with that long dropped. Um, I, I know it's tough times for footballers, but when you think they're spending that much money on footballers and they have to drop, uh, you know, a famous mascot from the team, yeah. um, a bit crazy, um, but good on uh, Mesut Ozil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also in the news this week, it's also the N- NRL finals. Uh, the Roosters and the Raiders play tonight at 7.50 and the uh, Parramatta Eels and the Rabbitohs play on Saturday at 7.50. The Melbourne Storm and Penrith Panthers, sorry, Penrith Panthers, that's yeah, <laughs> a that. twister, uh, are in the preliminary finals. Okay, we're going to get to our first song and then we've got some NBA coming up. Uh, all today on the show, I'm going to play, be playing songs that have been featured on this year's FIFA 21 game, which has just come out. So this is Celeste with Stop the Flame on the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. This is the Sports Desk on scene. Celeste, Stop This Flame on the Sports Desk, and uh, we're here to talk some NBA now. So uh, wrapped up game four on Wednesday. Uh, Lakers taking that one, 102 to 96 over the Heat. Um, so now the Lakers have a chance to wrap this one up and win the title. So I'll just go over game four. Um, the standouts: LeBron James, obviously, 28 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, almost another triple double for him. Um, and obviously Anthony Davis is looking like he'll be the Finals MVP, the way he's been going. Another 22 points, nine rebounds, four assists, four blocks. Um, notable for the Heat was Jimmy Butler, almost another triple-double. 22 points, 10 rebounds, and nine assists with three steals and a block. Uh, and Tyler Hero uh, also achieved a little feat. Uh, he's the 45 three-pointers made in the NBA Finals. is the highest of any rookie um, ever, so good on him. Um, game four... Uh, so yeah, game five uh, will kick off tomorrow at 12 p.m. Um, and the Lakers are set to wear their uh, Kobe Bryant jersey, uh, which they haven't lost in. Um, so if they win on Saturday, it's just another good tribute for Kobe Bryant, who obviously yeah. Reese, uh, passed away earlier in the year. So um, this would be a great honor for them to win it in that jersey and uh, honor the great Kobe Bryant. Uh, it is looking like it will be um, all that motivation leading to the Lakers winning this one. I yeah. don't think the Heat will be able to come back from this one, unfortunately. it's uh, It's been a, a good series. Even though it's 3-1, it's been up and down, and the Heat have kept the, kept themselves in it. Obviously, a couple injuries had Bam come back uh, for that game four, but I don't think they'll be able to get it done. Sad they have all the motivation that the Lakers have right now, obviously. The Kobe Bryant thing, and then... You know LeBron and all that, getting those, getting another ring to his name. Yeah, they seemed uh, they pushed. I watched a bit of the the game four, and uh, the Heat looked like they were really pushing, but uh, just seemed to run out of legs in the end. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't think they'll. Uh, I mean, if they keep it going, credit to them. But uh, yeah, it's looking like the NBA season's about to have curtains, and then we can start talking about off-season trades and all that fun stuff. Like we will. Yeah, and maybe get to see stuff. a full season with all teams. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully crowds will be back as well. I'm sh- I'm sure the players have. They've definitely not probably been enjoying the hub as much as they, you know, you'd expect. Um, obviously, it's hard with no family around all that. Uh, so they'll be keen to get this season over and done with and go back and see their families. So it's been a good season with the way they've done it, considering what's going on. The whole bubble thing, as every sport's done, they've really done a good job of keeping the game going and keeping fans interested. Before we wrap up, who's who's been maybe your top three players that you've seen for the overall finals that you've seen? Um, Anthony Davis will be probably my top one. Um, he's just gelled into that Lakers team so well. Obviously, working alongside LeBron James is a it's just a, it's an overpowered team almost the way they've got they've got good depth. You know, they've got Rondo as well, Caruso, Green, Kuzma, Howard. It's just a stacked team, and he's just come and slot right in with no problems. And probably been the standout over LeBron. LeBron's still been very good. He's probably my almost my second as well. Um, and I mean, the third ones, I'd say, I don't know. I don't want to say Lakers, but Butler's been good considering where the Heat were. They finished fifth and they've made an NBA final. Um, that's a credit to them. And the likes of Jimmy Butler has just been outstanding, especially in this finals. And he got that. 40-point game in game three as well. So he's probably my third. But um, there's plenty of other players that early in the playoffs that made a good standout performance. Jamal Murray as well. Obviously, early on, those two series that the Nuggets started in, he was really outstanding. So it's been a good playoff series. um, And I'm hoping uh, it'll be another open season next season. Yep. Well, exciting stuff. We look forward to Game 5 tomorrow. Uh, We move on now. The AFL up next. Uh, We've got the final tonight, the semi-final between the Tigers and uh, the Saints. It's going to be absolutely massive, and we'll be talking about that next. But right now, here's some glass animals with heat waves on the sports desk on your Friday morning. Heat waves, glass animals on the sports desk this morning. Another one from the FIFA 21 soundtrack. We're playing all those this morning to celebrate the release of the game. But we are talking AFL finals. We're in week two, and it's the semifinals. It's the Tigers and the Saints tonight at 7.50 from Metricon Stadium. It's going to be absolutely massive. We'll also be previewing it live on the Sports Desk Facebook page from 7 o'clock. So tune in tonight. But start us off, Jay. What's your feelings on this game? Uh, I'm nervous. I'll, be, I'll give you that. I mean, last week was pretty disappointing. Um, I love People, fair criticism to, to Richmond. They were very undisciplined, giving away six goals for so six goals from free kicks, um, including two 50 meter penalty goals. So, yeah. uh, we're very that's probably the most undisciplined I've ever seen us, uh, in recent times. Um, considering the game was only a few goals in it, those those moments really hurt us. And you know, those free kicks were there, absolutely. I don't, I don't take anything away from Brisbane, they've they took it to us. Um, even that footage, of, you know, Cam Rayner just going at Cochin as well. I mean, that's just the sort of energy this Brisbane team um, has going at the moment, and they deserve to win that game. It was 
uncharacteristic of uh, our boys last week and hopefully uh, Dimmer and the like have had a good talking to to get them right for this game because also St. Kilda without Carlisle and Ben Long, um, Carlisle obviously going back for his birth of his child and Ben Long being suspended. So that's a good advantage for us. Lynch is coming back, um, which will help our forward line a lot, which clearly looked a bit frazzled last week. Every mm. time we went in, we, it was just coming straight back out, not having that extra big body in there really hurt Jack Ritwell and that forward line. Um, so I think uh, I'm hoping we can win this. I mean, I'm, I was the St. Killer did us back in, I think, round five. And that was at Marvel Stadium. So this one's at Metricon. This is where we've picked to play. So they should be they should be able to do this. Um, I don't think. Um, obviously, St. Killer, they're the underdogs. They've got nothing to lose. So they'll come up with a, a lot of energy. Um, uh, so I'm expecting a good game again. Um, but hopefully we can win it, go and play Port Adelaide in Adelaide. We'll see how we go, though. Yeah, it's going to be a tough fixture. Um, I mean, Saints did really well. They did seem to slip up towards the end of the uh, the Dogs game. Yeah. The re- Dogs really put them under the pressure, uh, but they managed to hold on. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, look, really looking good, and uh, you know, we potentially could have a bulldog situation again, where just a you know an eager side just momentum pushes them through. Yeah. Um, Look, I don't know. I don't know if the Tigers uh, have that pedigree of them normally have. Um, a loss like that uh, early on against Brisbane, pretty crushing defeat. You'd hopefully think that they bounce back, um, but be very, very interesting to see. What, what was your thoughts on St Kilda's performance uh, over the Dogs? Yeah, as you said, you know they played pretty good until right near the end when they. Started to let the Bulldogs back in. I think it was a one-kick game by the by one point. So, three points. Um, they hopefully they can hold on. Really, I mean, they played such a good brand of footy. They really looked like the better team for the majority of the game, and then they just let the dogs. Yeah, you know, they I guess got to get carried away. Maybe I don't know. They just shut off in that last quarter and almost let the dogs steal one. So you'd think they'd learn a lot. Brett Rand's a great coach. Of, Sure, you'd agree, Sammy. So yeah. he's really done well to get this team where they are to get it to a, a final after ten years and then win one like that. Uh, it's a real credit to them, and they've you know, they have every they could easily beat us. And you know, if they go and play Port Adelaide as well, they've done them in Adelaide by a good margin early in the year. So they're full of confidence at the moment. Even um, they had a close scare last week. Okay, so you're going to take the Tigers? You're going to back them in? I'll take us, yep. I'll back us in. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take the upset with the Eagles Sainers. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> did tip Brisbane last week and they won. So yeah, see. well, the only one I got wrong that. last week uh, was indeed Collingwood, who in the next game, Saturday, 7.40 at the Gabba. It's the Geelong Cats and the Collingwood Magpies. Wow, what a thriller uh, at the home of the West Coast Eagles on Saturday night. What a thrilling game to watch. Um... I thought West Coast was going to finish it off, but as you said, as you tipped, Collingwood tip su- just came out to play. Um, so I don't know where they've been all year. <laughs> <laughs> come up where it counts. <laughs> but um, just just a shock loss because uh, midway through the season, it looked like West Coast were really you know well beaters. Um, 
But to go out at their home ground, even with the crowd and stuff, uh, amazing. And then, of course, the one in a million games that Mason Cox shows up. (laughs) Oh, my God. To be honest, he didn't have much much of the ball after that first quarter. But those, you know, team-boosting goals at the start really helped them. Uh, And then, of course, uh, you know, Maya Cech's... Was it Maya Cech? Maya Cech's amazing goal. Yeah. Hard to dispute the crazy performance from from Collingwood. What was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, as you said, it was an absolute thriller. Uh, good on Collingwood. They've they've really took it to them, especially that first call when Cox went off. Um, and then to be able to hold on towards the end in a hostile environment, there was obviously plenty of Collingwood fans there still, but to do it the way they did, um, it just shows they do belong in the finals. Um, and that game really did prove it. So um, they go in. I reckon that was their grandfather. A lot of people are saying that was their grandfather. Now for them, it's just mm. building it. I think going yeah. up against Geelong is a real uh, danger game for them because Collingwood, obviously, all that momentum from that game. I'd rather be playing Geelong. That's um, a neutral ground at the Gabba. So I, I still think Collingwood will win this one. I think they'll go play Brisbane again um, in the prelim. The way they're going, I'm worried about Geelong, especially that. Tom Hawkins' performance uh, last week as well, or the other week. So, yeah, um, was it was a shocker. Um, he seemed very absent, uh, and in those moments when he needed to step up, he just couldn't do it. No. So, well, I mean, I'm going Collingwood. I can't see Geelong bouncing yep. back. Then that was I think sets for Geelong. They've turned turned on me. Yeah, I think I think Collingwood for me as well. Um, just just I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is Geelong in finals, but they just it just it's seemed to fall record. at the post, yeah. Um, and I think I mentioned last week in the live show, like a few players that had needed to step up, um, including Gary Rowan, and he's still still, still not there. Um, so Geelong have a few problems to kind of uh, weed out before the game, but uh, hopefully it's a great contest. Uh, so that's 7.40. I think I'm going to take the pies. Yeah, pies for me. And wow, that's really... That's the finals. Only two games this week. I'm not used to talking. <laughs> it's so um, quick. It's very weird. Um, but exciting stuff. We keep rolling on. You can catch us tonight live on the Facebook page, the Sports Desk Facebook page, uh, as we preview and bring you the pregame show live. Uh, we move on to uh, the Premier League. We'll wrap up. It is a, uh, I think, two-week break. Uh, but... Plenty of stuff, including the Champions League, to also talk about. Uh, the drawn ha- the draw has been done, as well as the Europa League. So that's all coming up next on the Sports Desk. Citizen X Peel on the Sports Desk this morning, and we're going to wrap up uh, last week's Premier League. And what a crazy round again! Uh, <laughs> insane. I don't know what to expect next from the Premier League because. It's just crazy results one after another. And it wasn't until the final day uh, as well. Um, and you probably already heard about the crazy results so far, but I'll read them through again. 6-1 for the Spurs against Man United. Tottenham with a massive win on uh, Monday morning, uh, which I saw after the first goal from a penalty uh, went for Manchester United. Looked like, uh, you know, their day early on. And uh, an incident uh, uh, with a red card 
uh, resulting a player going off, a player striking the other. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Martial. Uh, Martial, yep. Yep. And uh, then proceeded the the Tottenham Hotspur show. Um, <laughs> Man, um, you know, they're a mess. And they, I think they got Cavani coming in now. I mean, they need defenders. They don't need attackers and midfielders. They need yep. defenders. Maguire's just... Oh, I've got Man U fan, mates and they, they're just sick of Maguire. Um, yep. So they, they're they looking at the wrong... I don't know why Cavani's coming. That just baffled me. I don't know about you, Sammy, but I don't think Cavani's right for Man U, especially the way they're going now. And it seemed to be just a bizarre transfer period. I mean, it was deadline day last week um, and uh, they just seemed to be chasing Sancho yeah. uh, from Dortmund the whole time. Um, and leaving everything to the last minute. I, I don't know. There's something going on there, and maybe uh, he might be the first manager to get sacked this season. Not sure. Uh, there's always the <laughs> uh, bets on uh, who, who, which manager is going to go down first. Uh, potentially could be one, but outstanding result. And then if you thought that was crazy, 7-2, Aston Villa 7, Liverpool 2. Uh, I saw this game live. Uh, I watched with my mates, uh, one who was a Villa fan and one who was a Liverpool fan. And what a crazy show. Um, insane. Uh, great first performance from uh, their new signing, Villa. Uh, the lone uh, Ross Barkley um, played really well. Um, Jack Grillish outstanding. Uh, and Watkins got a hat-trick. Um, insane. What was your thoughts on that game? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, as you said, it's you don't know what's going to happen next week. He's, you would have thought player Aston Villa would beat Liverpool and beat them 7-2. Um, is that the highest amount of goals for the season? Seven, I think it is. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like You don't expect Liverpool to lose much. You don't expect them to lose by five goals and let seven go. I mean, especially Aston Villa. Um, but Aston Villa, they've been doing good. Um, they sit... Second at the moment with three wins. Um, so should anything come as a surprise anymore with Villa, the way they're playing, I think uh, yeah. they're in good stead. Uh, Liverpool, I mean, that's, that's a huge slip up for them. Their goal difference just went out the window. So uh, you'll have to see it, Sam. You'll yeah, have to see it. no, we love to see it. It's exciting. Uh, when it looked uh, the other day when uh, City lost to Leicester, uh, the whole... <laughs> <laughs> All of the Premier League were laughing, uh, but to have Manchester United and Liverpool get crushed in one day, that was very, very enjoyable. Uh, and it made uh, City's 1-1 draw with Leeds uh, not look that bad. Um, <laughs> but just, yeah, insane. Uh, yeah, as you say, I'm not surprised with Villa. Um, I think there's just the confidence boot. Confidence boost um, from them staying up last year. Jack Grealish, um, rumours about him la- leaving, him sticking fat with the team. Uh, and then a, lo- a lot of their off-season trades, um, bringing in Matty Cash uh, from Nottingham Forest. He's been great so far. Uh, and just a few of the other, other signings. Uh, I would be very, very surprised if they didn't finish mid-table or even higher this season. Uh, and when, with a win like that over Liverpool... Uh, it's just a shame we've got no games this weekend on the international oh, break. Yeah. Uh, just as it's really heating up. Uh, so those other results. Uh, Wolves defeated Fulham 1-0. Everton 4-2 over Brighton. Uh, Newcastle 3-1 over Burnley. West Brom turned it up on Leicester. So after Leicester's amazing Man City game, 
West God. Brom, who've been struggling the first couple of games, get over them. Uh, and Southampton 2-0 uh, over West Brom. Uh, and Arsenal, talk us through over the win over Sheffield 2-1. Sheffield really looked like they were going to equalise <laughs> those well, last couple of minutes. Two zip and then, I mean, it's just something to expect. 2-zip up and they're always going to concede one. It's just a matter of when with Arsenal. But the win's there. We've got party coming along. Uh Thomas Party, so uh, I'm excited for him to hopefully make his appearance when the international breaks over. So we're looking good. I mean, we've been beating the teams that we should be beating. We obviously lost to Liverpool uh, the other week. So sitting fourth, we need, to, we need to take a big scalp. I mean, being Sheffield's no real feat. We've got uh, City after the break, so that's going to be the Ooh, real test for us. Yeah, that's, so that... That'll be a good show in oh, a couple definitely. of weeks for us. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we've got two weeks of the international break. Uh, but we now are going to talk through the Champions League. And looking at the draws, uh, insane. Group A has Letico, Madrid, Bayern, Lokomotiv, Moscow, RB, Salzburg. Group B, uh, Munchen, uh, Gladbach, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Donetsk. Uh, group C is Man City, Olympiacos, Marcial, and Porto. I think City have <laughs> got a good group with that one. Yeah. <laughs> group D, Ajax, Atalanta, Liverpool, and Medellin. Oh, I can't pronounce yeah, this. Is, one, this, is, this is the <laughs> tough pronunciation. <laughs> yes. Uh, group E is Chelsea, Krasnodar, uh, Rennes, and Sevilla. Chelsea pulled up a good group there. Uh, yep. Group F is Dortmund, Club Brugge, Lazio, and Zenit. Group G, Barcelona, Dyn- Dyn- Dynamo, Kiev, Frenchavaros, <laughs> Juventus. <laughs> Apologies for this. Uh, group H, which seems to be the group of death. And um, hilarious <laughs> that Manchester United have uh, ever in it. With Istanbul, uh, Istanbul, they've cut the name off. Istanbul, uh, yeah. Uh, in with PSG and RB Leipzig. So that seems to be the crazy group. And two weeks away from seeing the first couple of matches from those groups. It's crazy how all the uh, competitions are really uh, starting off pretty much straight away. What was your thoughts on the draw? Yeah, it's all coming together. As you said, the the last group, Group H, is a deaf, probably the deaf group, especially for Man U. I'm, I'm not expecting much from Man U in that group. I think no. that'll be... Uh, they won't make that one. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, the likes of Chelsea um, and City have got a good run at it um, for the Premier League point of view. Um, and then, obviously, you got Bayern and Atletico in the same group. is going to be an interesting one as well. Um, I'm looking forward to Group D as well. I think that'll be interesting. Liverpool, obviously, there. Ajax um, and Atlanta in particular. Um, but, yeah, I mean... As you said, it's all coming up real quickly now. Everything's starting to come back. I mean, obviously, this Premier League season came back pretty quickly from the first, from the last one. So it's exciting. It's great to see it's all coming back. And uh, 21st of October is when it kicks off. So get pumped. Yeah, very, very excited to see in this crazy season uh, what, uh, how it's going to continue. Uh, especially excited when the Premier League returns. Uh, we're going to wrap the show when we come back. Uh, but now we're going to hear some Tame Impala. This is Is It True? 
Is it true? Tame Impala on the sports desk. Uh, another song that's been featured on the Fever 21 soundtrack. Uh, the reason why I'm mentioning that, the game has come out this weekend, so we're celebrating that by playing a few songs from them today, uh, which I've decided on Saturday night. There's no Premier League. Uh, so after the footy finals, uh, I'm going to stream another um, FIFA 21 dance. Do a bit of a mix. Oh, yes. <laughs> on my Twitch again. It's been a while. So, yeah, um, it'll be fun doing that. So if you're interested in the FIFA songs over the years, I'll be streaming that on twitch.com slash Sam Menhenet, M-E-N-H-E-N-N-E-T, uh, on Saturday after the footy, around 10.30. So it's going to be exciting. And, of course, yeah, crazy semi-finals this weekend. Uh, we will be live tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, towards uh, an amazing weekend of sport ahead. So thank you very much, James, for joining us. James. Jay, sorry. Oh, we almost got through. We'll be seeing James tonight. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see James tonight. I'm sure we will. All right, fantastic. We'll see you then. Uh, you can catch the podcast and follow us all on the socials. The Sports Best uh, Sports Desk will be back uh, the same time next week and on Monday and Wednesday show. We'll see you then. Thanks.